Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. And good morning to everyone that has joined us on the line this morning. I hope everyone's date is getting off to a great start. We're getting coffee, getting tea, getting water, getting whatever we need to get the fuel in our bodies so that our spirits can lead us accordingly to what it is that we've been called to do today, closing our week out strong, hopefully setting up to have a good, refreshing, refueling, and reflective weekend. I know that I am, so certainly hope that you guys are preparing that slate as well. So this week has been somewhat interesting. Has it not? Yes, it really has. Um, We have touched on some topics this week that I believe is going to be very essential if applied accordingly to our own personal and professional journey. And today as uh, preparing to close out, uh, to I guess put a bow on everything of this week, um, today's topic is the challenge to our convictions. The challenge to our convictions. Our convictions must be tested. They must be tested and challenged. Sometimes, many times, we ourselves think of the test as something there to destroy us. And this week, I have to say, in our community through various sessions with our members, I've gotten some real good enlightenment, right, some profound uh, discoveries that several of our members have made for themselves. And I thought it fit very well into this. One of them made the statement that, you know, I don't like to be restricted into a box. I need to understand that I'm blocking our access. So when we think about the testing of our convictions, we think God is punishing us because we think he's restricting us or or, or reprimanding us for something. Could it be that he's actually testing your convictions so that as they come forth to the light, so that they can now be renewed and restored and have some root or some substances to them, therefore blocking out access to the snares of life around you. Let's take a look at the story about Peter. I won't read the whole thing, but uh, in John chapter 18, uh, I believe before then we, we get introduced where Jesus tells Peter he's going to deny him three times. He gives him the word, right? He, he lays forth the word of God. He tells him this is what's going to happen. And so we go to chapter 18, and we're in the garden when the betrayal happens, and Peter, uh, when, the, when, the, when the people come, Peter takes his sword out, and he cuts one of the high priests, right? He cuts his ear off because they're there to get and come after Jesus. And Jesus then at that moment tells him, put away your sword. You know, those who live by the sword or die by the sword. But in that moment, Peter was trying to prove the conviction that he had spoken out of his mouth prior to that, right? Because Peter was, he was certain that, oh, no, I will not betray you, right? But we go on through this chapter of 18, and we see that, that Peter actually fulfills the word that Jesus spoke. He denies him three times before the rooster crows. Now, many of us, when we see this story at first, we judge Peter. We want to say, well, how could Peter have done that when he had the word that he told him he would do it? But under each instance, Peter was found himself under pressure. The pressure was there to test his conviction. 
pressure has to reveal to you whether your convictions are truly rooted in substance or if they're just wordplay, if they're just words that come out of your mouth, or do they really have some substance and roots in your heart? Now, again, we look at it and we say, okay, well, wasn't that bad on Peter to just be using words to just say this? But what you have to understand, they all were just like us. We know what we know. We intellectually know the word. We intellectually read the word. We intellectually believe the word. And many times we're because we're in a fallen land, there's life that happens to us, snares that come, that take away what we first had when we gave our life over to Christ. So now as we journey with him further and we walk with him just like the disciples did, just like Peter did, right, when strange things start to happen, right, these people are starting to come and attack the one who we have put our faith in, right, it starts to reveal to us or maybe test our emotions because we're human. We're, we're fallen creatures. Let's be clear about that. So emotionally, we're going to be flawed. But this is the other side of the story because the pressure had to happen. The three experiences that pressured Peter to deny Christ had to occur. It had to occur for Peter because that was Peter's journey. But what we don't see or what we may miss is that it was only a refining process. See, our convictions have to be refined by being revealed into the light. Because, see, your convictions, if it lacks the heart, if it lacks the roots and it stays a part of you, it will set you up to be snared by the enemy because the enemy will only lead you to believe the knowledge you have, but you have no clear, rooted conviction based on confirmation. See, the refining process exposes the condition of your heart to the light then your convictions are now in a position to be renewed and restored because he was Christ. Peter did know, and Peter could hear because he identified him, right? We, we heard that. We know that. But what had happened was that there was not a full refining of the heart yet. So his convictions had to be challenged and tested under pressure so now that those convictions are out there and now that, that, that the fact that your convictions had no substance has been revealed, now the light, which was Christ, can now come in and confirm the convictions you had prior. He comes and gives you a real experience with him. Because if we continue to read further, when Peter was shamed and he ran off, Christ called for him. He called to redeem him. He called to restore him into the brotherhood. See, many times we get upset with ourselves and beat ourselves up about certain testings of our conviction that we've had to go through on our journey, but that's not what God wants from us. Condemnation is not of God. He, didn't, he did not take Peter through that journey to condemn Peter. He took him through that journey to refine him, restore him, and redeem him so on which he built his church. See, he had to be renewed and restored and prepared for real service to God. When your convictions lack substance, you cannot be fit for the kingdom. So your convictions have to be tested. There will be confirmation of what you have believed, whether they are rooted or not. 
the confirmation will come. But it is okay if it's confirmed that your convictions have no root. You should rejoice in Peter's story because it shows all of us that when our lack of root in our convictions is revealed, on the other side is God's redemption, his refining process to renew us and prepare us for full service to him in the lives of others. See, Peter was going to serve God by serving others. So those of us who are service providers, we have to get real clear when we set up our businesses to know that our service to others has to first be our service to God. Because if we don't make it our service to God, we are serving man. And any time we serve man, we leave ourselves open to the pressure of man's approval. But when we first start our service to God, meaning I am in alignment with him, I'm going to make sure my convictions have a place for the confirmation of God to exist, and then thereby the counsel, good godly counsel that is going to be brought to me by God is there to help me be strengthened so that I can serve God first and I can be released from the disapproval of man. I am not seeking out man's respect, acceptance, and a status of his because I understand that through my service to God, I am in right standing with him. And by that standing, I'm always respected. I'm always giving reverence to the one who is the reason I exist, and therefore he strengthens me. He gives me the ability to be ambitious, audacious, and courageous in the light of all things that come in this world as I take this journey. When we look at Peter, let us rejoice in the fact that Peter was renewed and restored and built for service. He was able to then go on and give one of the most powerful sermons to impact the lives of many. You have to allow your convictions to be tested. Don't be shamed. Don't allow yourself to run from God's redemptive power in your life. If you find that you've denied Christ anywhere along your journey, it's okay. He will be there to connect you, re-correct you, and guide you back on your path. You just have to be willing to trust in him. You have to go back to the beginning. You have to go back to the convictions that you had and ask him, give me confirmation of your truth. Confirm for me the convictions that I have and always put me in an environment where I may have godly counsel to encourage me and to support me as I serve you, Lord, through the lives of others. See, man is a dangerous thing. Serving man only will cause you to miss God's approval in your life. Serving man only will cause you to think that you have failed God, to make you believe that somehow you are off track because things aren't happening as fast as man thinks it should happen. We understand that the God we serve is the controller of all time, and we know that all things happen in his time. What we need to be more focused on is making sure that the convictions we have, the word that we have, is getting root in our heart, making sure that through every refining process we're putting God's will on the seat of our heart, making sure that the service that we are doing unto others are being fueled first by the service unto God. Our goal is to be accepted by him only. If we're accepted by him, he will take care of the rest. Let us free ourselves 
from the pressure of man's approval by being certain to accept the test of our conviction. I hope today that as we close out this week, that today's wisdom has inspired you, ignited you, and empowered you to continue to be intentional and authentic with your service to others by being intentional and authentic with your service to God only. I promise you that if you keep him in your business, in your family, and keep your worship to pleasing him first, all other things will work themselves out for you. You will come to a realization that you are on the right path, doing the right thing that he has ordained you to do in this season. Thank you for joining us on Wisdom Inspired. Be sure to go back, find us on all podcast platforms, and search Wisdom Inspired. You can listen to past episodes. We'd love to hear your aha moments. We'd love to hear some takeaways from you about this week and today's uh, session. So just Share with us. Encourage us, right? You guys are our environment of grace, and we depend on you as well. So we thank you for allowing us to pour into you and share value with you, and we do not take it for granted. Have a great and wonderful weekend, and we'll meet you back on the line on Monday. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.